If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The National Weather Service is anticipating another atmospheric river to impact Sonoma County. From Thursday into Friday, rain is arriving late Thursday morning and it will increase in intensity into the afternoon and early evening. The rain will be accompanied by strong gusty winds with showers lingering into Saturday. The National Weather Service has also issued a flood watch for the Bay Area from Thursday afternoon through Sunday. Uh, So they want to alert residents to the possibility of flooding caused by excessive rainfall. Uh, We might see some trees and wires down again and... um, we want you to be prepared for that. Also, go ahead and clean your gutters and things like that before the rain arrives tomorrow. But the National Weather Service says we are not anticipating the kind of rain and the kind of output we saw back in January. Well, thank goodness for that. What, is this our third, fourth atmospheric river this year in Sonoma County thus far? It's getting crazy. Yeah, it's getting weird. Could TikTok be banned? Well, it's certainly a possibility. The popular social media app is owned by the Chinese company ByteDance, and the government is concerned about this company receiving information from Americans. So the President of the United States, President Joe Biden, wants a bill to pass quickly, which gives him the ability to force the sale of foreign-owned technologies if they pose a national security threat to U.S. users. The bill has bipartisan support, and Virginia Senator Mark Warner says that the U.S. needs new tools to address the risks posed by foreign-owned technology companies. So right now it's unclear whether the bill will actually become law, but it is clear that the U.S. government is taking a stronger stance when it comes to regulating foreign-owned tech companies, so they're just looking out for our security. Okay, so does this mean TikTok's banned, like, will be banned for everyone or just on government devices? So right now it's banned from government devices. Okay. All U.S. government devices, they're looking to ban it from everybody's phones and any device. Dang. I love TikTok. I spend too much time on there, but I kind of understand where the government's coming from. I was on there for like an hour yesterday. (laughs) All right. Well, Miranda Lambert is expanding her Mutt Nation Foundation and finding new ways to help shelter pets. She's teamed up with Tractor Supply to, you know, help better serve animal pets during, um, sorry, animal shelter pets during emergency situations. Over the years, we've been able to help after floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, wildfires, and in hoarding situations. We've learned that a fast response is critical to save as many pets as possible. This fund will make sure we're prepared when animals need our help the most. From March 6 through 12, when you shop at Tractor Supply, in the store, and online, you can help too by donating to Relief for Rescues at checkout. So let's go shopping and save some animals. So again, starting now until Sunday at any Tractor Supply location, you can give a donation at checkout. So there's a Tractor Supply in Windsor and in Petaluma. Uh, so if you need anything for your pets or your home, go on, go on and head on down there. You can also make a donation online at TractorSupply.com and the company's mobile app. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. I'm speaking today on behalf of all women. I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. It is a pleasure to be here with all of you on this International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. So we want you to call in and honor a woman in your life who has made a positive impact, 6361HOP. So the purpose of International Women's Day is to uphold women's achievements, 
recognize challenges that women go through every day and, you know, focus greater attention on women's rights in gender equality. So, Tanner, is there a woman or women in your life today that you'd like to honor that you'd like to talk about here on Amber and Tanner in the morning? There certainly is. And a woman I would like to talk about on Amber and Tanner in the morning and promise not to roll your eyes at me. But it would be you, Amber. I think you are an incredibly, incredibly impressive person. I really admire your work ethic and how you hold yourself. Um, And I'm I'm always in awe of how you carry yourself. And I think you are a great woman. And I think you uh, represent women extremely well here in Sonoma County. And I think a lot of women and young girls who listen to the radio look up to you. And that's something I really, really think is incredible about you. People look up to me when I yell at you about your soggy cereal. Exactly. I'm just kidding. I actually got a message uh, not too long ago. Someone said, uh, I'm glad someone holds them accountable. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was like one of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How but, did you do that? But seriously, though, Amber, I'm incredibly impressed by you. And I think uh, uh, I would like to celebrate you on International Women's Day. Thanks, Tanner. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that. Gosh, there's so many women in our lives. I mean, just yours and mine, Tanner. I mean, we work with so many incredible people here at Froggy 92.9 and in the radio industry. And our coworker, Jen, uh, she does afternoons here on Froggy. She works so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to take a moment to talk about Jen because, I mean, not only does she, you know, be, be your wonderful radio host here on Froggy, but she's just so much behind the scenes. Right. Um, she's the reason we have ticket giveaways. She's like basically the reason country summer is able to happen. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. She works so hard. And not only that, she does uh, traffic, which is uh, the commercials. Yeah. Uh, she's the reason the commercials get played on Froggy every day. Jen, we love you so much. So much. We probably don't say that we love you <laughs> as much as we should, but Jen, we love you. <laughs> That's nice, Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, I should have said that. We love you, Jen. <laughs> All right, we've got Karen from Petaluma on the phone. Karen, um, is there a woman who has made a positive impact on your life um, that you'd like to honor today? A nurse I used to work with. She was always just very happy. She just looked at life as a miracle, which, you know, it is. Mm-hmm. And she just was just happy, laid back, easygoing, very, very, very kind. And she reminded me kind of a, she was real jolly. She just reminded me of a female Santa Claus. Aww. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. Hello? You used to call me on my cell phone. Have you ever lost your phone out in the world? What happened? I got a call last night from one of my best friends from high school, Logan, and Logan and I's friendship just kind of faded away. We haven't talked in probably like five years, and I was asleep when he called, but I did receive this voicemail right here. Yo, found a, found whoever's phone this is in the middle of uh, Main Street in Carbondale, uh, kind of close to where Kraft used to be, so... You can give this a call back. We'll uh, get whoever's phone this is back to them. Thanks. 
and I thought it was weird because Logan and I, you know, it's not like this person went through the recent, uh, recent call list or anything like that. I'm like, why did he call me of all people? Why did he? Did you figure it out? No, no, maybe, I'm still working on it. Maybe he was making his way through uh, the entire contact list. Everybody? Now that would be impressive. Maybe your name in his phone is like Sugar Honey Bun or something funny like that, and he thought you were like a significant other. You know, that's probably exactly what it is. I think <laughs> no. I'm actually Sugar Honey Bun too. I'm. Oh no, you're too. <laughs> yeah, I got demoted. It's been five years. I've been demoted. Rats. But I just thought it was interesting to be getting that call. I mean, he lives in Colorado now, and so all I did was I just sent him a message on Facebook, and hopefully he has a computer that he can, you know, check his Facebook on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, haven't talked to you in a while, but someone called me and has your phone. (laughs) That's really nice of them to do that. It is weird that they called you, but it's very kind. Yeah. Amber, have you ever lost your phone out in the world? Yes. What Uh, happened? (laughs) I was on, I think, um, a, a drama school trip or something, and I dropped my phone at a gas station and I didn't realize it until we were almost all the way back home and we were very far away from home like three or four hours um, and I we my teacher drove all the way back to that gas station to find it and it wasn't there but a couple from South Carolina had actually picked it up and kept it wow. so they called my home phone and they shipped it to me that's incredible they, yeah they ended up talking to my parents and my mom was like you're crazy girl <laughs> can't believe you did that that's great luck right there yeah it was it's, really sweet of them it, it makes me feel good that some people go above and beyond to give people their cell phones back yeah because most of the time or at least in my mind i would just you know if someone found a cell phone they'd be like oh whatever trash <laughs> I know. But people are kind. People are good. And back then, I was so devastated that I had lost my phone. Yeah. But nowadays, people are just like, yeah, I have insurance. I'll get another one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I was at a country music festival um, back in, I want to say, 2015, and I lost my phone. And I get a call from somebody on my work phone like a week later, just didn't have a phone. They go, hey, I found your phone at on the ground at Watershed. Uh, I'm actually going to be in Ellensburg going through the Wendy's. Do you want to meet me there? Oh. Uh, yeah. How'd you find my work number? <laughs> I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Wild. At the Wendy's. <laughs> I was excited. Part. I got lunch and I got my phone back. Yes. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> On the Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page, we're talking about lost phone stories, and here's what you said. Lane from Ukiah said almost 10 years ago, I was with a couple of friends down at Six Flags. One of my buddies was wearing loose shorts and went on the Medusa roller coaster. He lost his phone. Three hours later, his brother calls me and says a lady found my buddy's phone at the Taco Bell across the street from the theme park. Wow. He got slung all the way to (laughs) T-Bell. Tammy from Santa Rosa said, I got out of an Uber and didn't realize it slipped out of my jacket. This woman came running up to us inside the hotel. She got in the Uber after us, and she was kind enough to find me and return it. I had no idea that it was gone yet, and she was a lifesaver that day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Glad you found your phone. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. So many... Bay Area residents are still dealing with the fallout of last week's storms. And since last Monday, many Mendocino County residents have been trapped in their homes due to significant snow on their driveways. And, you know, there's more snow on the way. And I worry about places like Cloverdale, 
They got a big chunk of snow last week. Yeah, Pete from Petaluma also called from Lake County yesterday and said said that he's dealing with it. And, you know, I was reading that a lot of these, especially Mendocino County residents, um, have had to, you know, call search and rescue to get resources like propane, firewood, medication. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. Yeah, especially because we don't deal with this sort of thing often, so we're kind of clueless, and it's hard for us to be prepared for something we're not super knowledgeable about. Right, and you know, it's kind of like that when I lived back in Georgia, we didn't know how to deal with snow. We called it Snowmageddon. <laughs> one time it snowed. Yeah. Um, so Tanner, what are some things people can do to prepare for inclement weather like this? Something you can do is stock your pantry. So your pantry should include many non-perishable items so that if you do lose power, you won't have to worry about any of it spoiling. Kind of like what we deal with whenever we have fire season here in Sonoma yeah. County. So it's things like instant coffee, crackers, granola bars, stuff like that. Ooh, granola bars. Yeah. Love me a granola bar. Um, also, I, I do remember this when we used to have like really bad thunderstorms and tornadoes and stuff like that um, back in Georgia. But buy bottled water. Uh, I, I know it's not great for the environment, but you want to make sure you have plenty of bottled water in case your pipes freeze or you get cut off from your access to tap water. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's just really important, you know, to stay hydrated and make sure you have that access. Something you can do is you can build an emergency kit. So ahead of the storm, make sure you have easy access to anything that you might need in case of emergency. So your emergency kit should have things like first aid items, flashlights, extra batteries, copies of important family documents, blankets, sleeping bags, stuff like that. And you will most likely need garbage bags and a manual can opener. A manual can opener. That's something I don't think about. Yeah. I have an electric one that I love and use every <laughs> single day. Um, but yeah, like the things like medications, make sure, you know, you stay informed and know when bad weather's coming so you can go and get all your prescription medications filled. Yeah. Uh, so be prepared and most importantly, stay indoors and off the roads. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So someone posted audio on TikTok of country music artist Clay Walker viciously berating his bus driver. If I could make a living out of loving you, I'd be a millionaire in a week or two. Now, in this clip, he swears up a storm uh, while he's yelling at this guy for being late, not cleaning the bus, and just being unprofessional, which seems understandable. Uh, But whoever posted this wrote this in the caption. This is not me bullying or just outing someone who is. I guess the chain of love ends with him after all. Share this and make sure it's seen and he doesn't get away with this. Now, just a heads up, this clip is heavily beeped, but I feel like if you're a normal person you can kind of make out what he says in here so if you're offended by curse words and things like that maybe maybe don't listen to the clip but uh here's a little bit of the audio i can whip your ass at one hand time behind my back don't say a word tomorrow call your boss and get me an experienced driver out here because you are not that So after this video went viral clay actually issued a statement he said this happened over a year ago And it came at the end of a very long, tough weekend. The bus driver and I reconciled immediately. We're friends and we see in touch. And that's great. It's good to know that they reconciled. And um, in Clay's defense, I I think that we all have our moments. Life can get stressful. Um, 
but it's important to forgive and forget. And it doesn't excuse what Clay did and how he talked to this man. And we should certainly never berate someone, even if they've done us wrong. It's just not the way that, you know, us as human beings should handle things. But, you know, I've been in so many situations like this where you want to get your point across and be firm, you know, about something important. But you have to do it with understanding, patience, and kindness and that's hard for me to remember a lot of the time and you know i think in this moment clay fell short for sure um but what do you think do you do you think this is something clay should have been called out for um or is this just adding to cancel culture do you think he should be forgiven what do you think of the way clay talked to the bus driver did he need to make this point to the bus driver uh what are your thoughts on all this got something to say call me up you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify today's headline in a haystack? The scorecard for 2023. I am currently up 15 to 9. Amber, you did win on Monday with man attempts to pull over cop. Gets a lesson in traffic laws instead. And currently, Amber, you are on a three-game winning streak. Well, that's exciting for me. Yeah. But good job on fooling me all those times before. (laughs) I was rusty, but... Maybe I'm not so rusty anymore. Just call it a comeback. Yeah, maybe we've put some WD-40 in my brain and <laughs> got it moving again. Today is the excuse and reconcile edition of Headline in a Haystack. Here's headline number one. Man won't rob gas station again if they fill up his tank for free. Headline number two. Woman tries samples and steals them, but she tries to buy the product to make up for it. Here's headline number three. Thief makes pinky promise with the victim. Interesting. What was the first one again? Man won't rob gas station again if they fill up his tank for free. That one. You think it's that one? I do. Well, Amber, that is... I'm so sorry. Not the headline in a haystack. Is it the pinky promise one? It is absolutely... The Pinky Aww. Promise. Pinky Promise. Pinky Promise. Pinky Promise. I swear. <laughs> Thief makes Pinky Promise with victim is the headline in a haystack. So you don't get the points on the scorecard, but you do get, Aww. you know, some points. Somewhere. Uh, just pride points, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Somewhere. So a thief in Ohio recently tried to make a pinky promise with his victim. The victim was at a gas station when a man in a ski mask asked if he was a drug dealer. When he said no, the thief pulled out a knife and demanded money. The victim handed over 80 bucks, and the robber then made a pinky promise with him not to call the police. And the thief rode off on a bicycle, and cops are now looking for the masked man. Really? Okay. Uh, pinky promise me you're not going to call the cops. <laughs> It's what this guy actually said to this poor person. It is actually what he said to this person. I can't believe this. I mean, they do say that you can't break a pinky promise. Yes, you can. (laughs) You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. I'm speaking today on behalf of all women. I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. 
Susan, it is a pleasure to be here with all of you on this International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. We're celebrating women all morning long here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, and of course, we want you to call in and honor a woman in your life who has made an incredibly positive impact on you. Uh, 6361HOP is the number to call. And the focus on International Women's Day is to focus and give attention on women's rights and gender equality. And it's really to, I guess, uphold women's achievements and to recognize the challenges that they go through on a daily basis. Exactly. And we know so many great women, women, uh, women here in Sonoma County um, that just make the world go round. Yeah. In our, in our lovely little community here in Sonoma County. But, of course, we would love to hear from you if there's someone you want to honor um, today for International Women's Day. 6361-HOP is the number to call. But we've got Sage from Roner Park on the phone. Hi, Sage. I'd like to nominate my mom, Mary Beth. She uh, was the first woman safety director in South Carolina. She was a registered nurse. She worked for the disaster team. She got MS in the 1970s, and she's still alive. She's very charming. Uh, she took up art. She can't really do art anymore, but she's got a beautiful spirit, and she's my hero. She's just amazing. I'm so thankful that Women's Day is a thing because there's a lot of women deserve honoring, Absolutely. In- including you, Miss Miss Radio Personality. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my actual legal name, yeah, Miss Radio Ra- Personality. <laughs> I pronounce you man and Miss Legal personality, radio personalities. <laughs> legal personality. Legal personalities. <laughs> it's like legally blonde, but different. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. That, that was so sweet, Sage. My pleasure. Have a fabulous day. I really enjoy your show. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Isaac. Isaac is planning a vacation with his family, but Barry Martindale's going to throw a wrench in his plans. Hello? Hi, is this Isaac? Speaking. This is Barry Martindale. I'm calling on behalf of the Airlines. Oh, hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I understand you're going on a vacation to Arizona here pretty soon. Uh, yes, we are. You're traveling with your girlfriend and your two kids that you have together? Uh, That's correct. Just want to say it's a pleasure doing business with you. Um, Unfortunately, we got to split you guys up due to too many people booking flights. Uh, Okay. What do you mean? So we're going to have you and your girlfriend on one flight and your kids on a separate flight. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's not... um... I don't think that's going to work for us. Why is this change happening now? Why isn't this going to work for you? We, I mean, their kids are minors. They can't mm. travel alone. I mean, they're they're not even teenagers. Well, they're, actually, you know, technically they can. All children under five can travel without an adult present. Uh, okay, but that doesn't mean that we're, <laughs> I, I hear you, but we're not about to send our kids on a plane with a bunch of strangers without, mm. you know, supervision from us or someone we trust. So that's not going to work. Um, I mean, I've already paid for these tickets. I'm just, Uh, This sounds more like a problem on your end than ours. Well, it's always a pleasure doing business with you. Um, Here's the situation. You don't have a choice in this matter. And so you and your girlfriend have a direct flight. And your two children will have three layovers from SFO to Denver, then Denver to Memphis, then Memphis, Tennessee to Phoenix. No, no, no. I'm not putting, you know, a a five and an eight-year-old 
on a plane to multiple cities? I mean, what, do you, what are we talking about here? This is crazy. It's always no. a pleasure to do business with you. Well, that's great and all, but that's not going to work. We can't do that. So what, what are my options here? It's a pleasure doing business with you. That's great, man. I'm so glad that you're pleased. But if you could get off your weird corporate script and hear the words that are actually coming out of my mouth, I mean, what are we talking about here? Are you out of your mind? I'm not sending kids alone on a plane. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? All right, fine. I... Hey, Isaac, just want to say it's a pleasure doing business with you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Warning. This is a Boca, a big old concert alert. This may cause spontaneous screaming and fist pumping. This is not a drill. Prepare for incoming Boca in three, two, one. Country Summer 2023 presented by Bud Light will be at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds June 16th through the 18th. We've been getting a lot of messages, a lot of calls. You've been asking which artists are playing on what days. Well, we're so excited because we finally have an answer for you. We have an update right now. So we're going to start on Friday, June 16th. Coming to the Redwood Credit Union Community Stage will be Ella Langley. Also on Friday on the Chevrolet Silverado main stage is Josh Grayson. In addition to Josh, you've heard him quite a bit on Froggy 92.9, Matt Stell. Joining Matt Stell on Friday on the Chevy Silverado main stage is Tennille Towns. And headlining the Chevrolet Silverado main stage on Friday, June 16th is Leonard Skinner. We still have some more announcements we need to make for Friday, uh, but that's what we have for you so far. So, Tanner, let's move on to Saturday, June 17th. Coming to the Redwood Credit Union Community Stage is Haley Kearns. I'm happy in this And then playing the Chevrolet Silverado main stage on Saturday is Cassie Ashton. And joining Cassie is going to be Logan Mize. Ain't ever been that far from home, but I know she's better off gone. And I'm personally very excited about this one. Saturday on the Chevy Silverado main stage is Kaylee Hammock. And then after Kaylee is going to be the Cadillac 3. Take me to the bottom. 
headlining Saturday, June 17th on the Chevrolet Silverado main stage is Eric Church. When I play about you, I play about 17. Again, we are announcing the days that artists are playing at Country Summer 2023. We're going to move over to Sunday, June 18th. On the Redwood Credit Union Community Stage is Lewis Bryce. And at the Chevrolet Silverado main stage is Ashlyn Craft. And joining Ashlyn on Sunday, June 18th is Tyler Farr. Right after Tyler Farr. It's really cool because his brother is playing earlier in the day, Lee Bryce. It's going to be such a good day on Sunday on the Chevrolet Silverado main stage because headlining is Brothers Osborne. We also have some answers for you regarding new ticket packages. Now, for the first time in country summer history, two-day passes are now available. So you have the option to select Friday and Saturday. Saturday and Sunday. Or Friday and Sunday, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. Really exciting time for Country Summer. Again, Country Summer 2023 is presented by Bud Light. It's happening again June 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. CountrySummer.com. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners, Jeanette. Ned and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So continuing our conversation from last week, we were talking about things that new brides need to consider when looking for a wedding venue. And one of the things we discussed, whether or not you want flexibility in your vendors, but what are some other examples of things that you're pretty flexible about as a venue? We allow people to bring in their own flowers. They can come as early as they like in the morning, their aunt likes to do flower arrangements. They can do their own centerpieces and, you know, do that the morning of. They don't have to get a florist that delivers, you know, two hours before the wedding. Um, so flexibility, I think, Which is, is important. Which also yeah. goes in line with being able to fit in with their budget, too. Right. So obviously, if there is going to be a more restrictive list, you kind of have an idea on what those vendors are going to cost. You can get a pretty good idea on budget. If a venue is going to be more flexible on the vendors, that means you can save areas in some places that you n- might not be able to other areas. So making a budget as much as you can before touring venues is going to help you 
decide if that's something that's going to fit within. Yeah, absolutely. And of- and yeah, before you even visit, decide whether this is a budget that's going to work. And a lot of the questions when we get initial inquiries is, give me an idea of what it's going to cost, you know, the venue, the furniture, the rentals and stuff. So we know if it's even in the ballpark. So anything that's, you know, starting at $50,000, you know, that may not be in your budget, so don't even bother. So, you know, figure absolutely whether it's approaching your budget. And then just the ambience, right? Do you want to feel like you're in a winery? Then, you know, look at wineries. We actually try to provide some of that. We have a barrel room with wine barrels. We have, you know, six or eight wine barrels you can use in various areas for cocktail tables and whatever. Um, I get a lot of inquiries for I want to, you know, have kind of a barn setting, right? So pick places that are going to fit again within your vision. You know, start with your vision and and things that you know, and then start your research. And don't even bother to visit the places that can't meet those requirements. After that, I think you want to come up with a, a, a list of questions for your venue. And we actually provide a list that I gave you frequently asked questions. This was taken from one of those guides, what you need to ask your wedding and reception site. And it's not just, does it fill my vision? It's like, do you have adequate bathrooms? Do you have yeah. parking? Or do, you, or do you you know provide valet service? Or do you have a dance floor? How many people can you accommodate? If you're going to have 150 people, make sure your venue can really accommodate 150 people. So I think those are the basics where you start. Well, that's what I like about your venue. It's very versatile. You can have a rustic barn setting or you can have the wine country feel. Right. You can, you know, make it a classy wedding. You can do bohemian. You can do desert disco if that's your thing. <laughs> I mean, you can do so much. And I mean, for me, it was about finding someone with experience. And I was looking over the preferred vendor list but the recommendation is important because i'm not from here and right. someone yeah. who's not originally from the it's area hard. might right. not know where to even start absolutely and i was looking over those last night and i was like wow this is great <laughs> <laughs> i already have it i already have the people i need to call i have all the information i need already it's a good place and it's, to start. Yeah. right yeah it's a good place to start and it's just such a relief because when you guys came in you're like what have you done it's like nothing yeah. <laughs> we got you we're gonna give you a whole list of things <laughs> you can get go. started on <laughs> Thank you, guys. You look so excited. (laughs) Listen to Amber Gets Married every week, live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy92.9. Amanda from Lakeport, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber's going to be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Amanda, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in the studio and see how the two of you score. Okie dokie. Amanda, do you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Um, I am totally winning this, Amber. Woo! Amber's running out of the studio with water in hand. Her record's 580 wins, 51 losses. She's currently on a six-game winning streak. Amanda from Lakeport, are you ready? Yes, I am. Question one. Tom Brady shut down rumors yesterday that he is considering returning to the NFL. What number did Tom Brady wear throughout his entire career? 
Correct. Question two. Kelsey Ballerini is on the cover of Fault Magazine. Kelsey Ballerini honored her hometown of Knoxville in the song Half of My Hometown. Who did Kelsey collaborate with on this song? Uh, I don't know. Question three. The Biden administration wants to ban TikTok. How do you spell the social media app TikTok? T-I-K-T-O-K. Correct. Question four. Tim McGraw is going to perform at CMA Fest. Last year, Tim starred in the television series 1883 along with his wife, Faith Hill. 1883 is a prequel to what TV show? Yellowstone. Correct. And question five. What is the chemical compound for water? H2O. Correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Including... Her half a point bonus, Amber. Amanda from Lakeport got three and a half out of five today. Good job. Sorry, it took me a second to get back to the desk. <laughs> Great job, Amanda. <laughs> Good job. And, uh, Amber, you. here's question number one. Tom Brady shut down rumors yesterday that he is considering returning to the NFL. What number did Tom Brady wear throughout his entire career? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh... <laughs> I hate these I hate these questions. It always made me feel so stupid. I'm sorry. Is it twelve or something? It is twelve or something. That is correct. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, TV twelve, Tom Brady. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda from Lakeport got that incorrect. Ooh. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. Kelsey Ballerini is on the cover of Fault magazine. Kelsey Ballerini honored her hometown of Knoxville in the song Half of My Hometown. Who did Kelsey Ballerini collaborate with on this song? Kenny Chesney. That is correct. Amanda from Lakeport got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zero. Question three. The Biden administration wants to ban TikTok. How do you spell the social media app TikTok? T-I-K-T-O-K? That is correct. Amanda from Lakeport also got that correct. Amber, you're up three to one. Question four. Tim McGraw is going to perform at CMA Fest. Last year, Tim starred in the television series 1883 alongside his wife, Faith Hill. 1883 is a prequel to what hit TV show? Yellowstone. Correct. Amanda from Lakeport also got that correct. Amber, you're up four to two. And question number five. What is the chemical compound for water? H2O. H2O. That is correct. The final score, Amber, you win with five compared to Amanda from Lakeport's three and a half out of five. Amanda, so sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you those tickets to see Sam Hunt at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Yeah. Woo. Amanda from Lakeport, you're going to see Sam Hunt thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9, Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yep, I got another landlord update. <laughs> I feel like these are happening more often than not these days. Things are pretty crazy over there on Pacific Avenue. It really is. <laughs> My landlord is getting pretty ridiculous, and here's another example of it. So a teenager has apparently been using the apartment complex's laundry room as a secret party space by himself, <laughs> has been indulging in certain illegal behaviors in the laundry room. Nice. And so apparently my landlord went up to him and said, do you live here? He goes, yeah, I live right there. Guess what? This teenager pointed right at my apartment. Ooh. Great. So I get a text from my landlord says, call me ASAP. I call her and she goes, do you have somebody living with you? I said, well, I mean, you know, my girlfriend Cameron, she's on the lease and everything. Is, is there a problem? She goes, yeah, there's a problem. A kid was downstairs 
indulging in certain illegal things. I'm, you know, of course, glossing over some details. And he was partying and he said that he lived at your apartment. If you're going to have someone else living in your apartment, I need to know. And I said, well, that kid doesn't live at my apartment. He I, lied. I, he lied. I, d I don't know what to tell you. She goes, are you sure? I go, yeah. Last time I checked, I didn't have a 15-year-old kid live in my apartment. But thank you for asking once yeah, again. exactly. Thank you for trying to clarify. Like, I, I've never lied to you before. <laughs> Why would I lie about some random 15-year-old kid? And she goes, well, I thought it was like your little brother or something. <laughs> no. I am the little brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm the youngest. And she uh, said that she's going to start having random drop-by visits to ensure that it's just Cameron and I live in the apartment. What? And I was like, yeah. I was like, can you legally do that? She goes, yep, I'm allowed to. And I was like, I don't think you can. So I did some investigating. She has to give 24-hour notice to do it. But, like, yeah. I mean, you can look all you want. You're not going to find some stoner kid in my apartment. <laughs> and she says, I'm going to call the cops on the kid next time I see him around. Is that okay with you? And I said, I don't care. The yeah. kid doesn't live here. I don't know what to tell you. And do it. she also told me that I'm only allowed guests for 15 days of the year. Come on. Right. There's just so many rules. So much of this. So much of that. And honestly, I mean, the rent is really cheap, but it begs the question. And Amber, pretty sure you're going to say yes, but is it time to move out? <laughs> I mean, it depends on what you value the most. Is it saving money or is it your privacy? Oh, that's a great question. I do enjoy having some extra money in my back pocket. I know. Well, uh, Cole and I had this conversation last night. Uh, I was like, man, I don't have room for my things anymore because we live in a small one-bedroom apartment, kind of right. like you, Tanner. And he was like, okay, so you want to pay an extra $1,000 a month for a room where we can have an office? And I was like, not really, no. <laughs> but it does sound nice. Uh, no, so it's like pay more money or suffer. <laughs> morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.